This is Theo Rossi, and you're listening to The Spectre Show. And if you're just joining us, this is episode six of The Spectre Show. Welcome. Glad you could show up. Uh, good to uh, get uh, viewers coming, or sorry, viewers. <laughs> good to get listeners coming back. Um, I am DJ Allen. That uh, you heard at the beginning was Theo Rossi. And as I said last time, if you don't know who Theo Rossi is, shame on you. Um, there was a, uh, well, I, let me, let's start Let's start at the beginning. Um, Doctor Strange uh, came out on iTunes, and that's where I've been getting all my Marvel movies lately. The Marvel movies are the only ones I'm full on collecting. I guess I'm not. I'm not getting this movie and that movie. I know that people like to have like large um, collections, but I'm 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 into. I'm into one big through story plus uh, my wife. Uh, seems to be okay with uh, as long as I'm not going hog wild with every movie under the sun um, being okay with my uh, my options so uh, I've I've got every single Marvel movie that has come out on mm-hmm. iTunes and I'm going to keep getting them until they stop being interesting so I just finished watching Doctor Strange so I'm all amped up and uh, happy about that so it's 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 good stuff our most recent, jeez, uh, I can't think. Our most recent greatest show, that was this past Saturday. I had two guests that I was hoping to to pop up. Uh, there was a miscommunication with one of them, and the other one, I, I don't know what to say about what happened there. But uh, the environment that she was in was not conducive to recording, so I had no guests. Um, we had Kevin for a little bit, uh, Kevin Kewick, and then uh, we had Metal Jesus, myself, and my wife. The rest of the night, still no Bob. We'll figure the Bob situation out in uh, due course. But uh, for the moment, um, you have me, and uh, we're going to talk about some sort of geeky topics. I promise that I won't dwell on the Bujo RPG. It is coming along. Um, I'm sh- I'm not sure that I'm advancing at the rate that I want to. Not that I'm saying I'm advancing too slow. I mean, I, I want to make it so that you're not getting, you're not going from level one to level five within a week. I mean, that's that to me is too fast. So I'm I'm tweaking how things are operating, and I've already started making a list of things that I'm doing that are on a list for XP that shouldn't be included on them. So that's about all I'll say about the Bujo RPG. I am continuing to do it though, and um, I have made a schedule for today. For those of you that listened last week, uh, the schedule, I haven't been putting one in, but yesterday, before we went to bed, I made a schedule for what needed to get done. On that schedule is do this show, so that's going to count towards that. Uh, I'm in the middle of cleaning the house. I kind of strained something um, scrubbing the floor. So I took a break so that I could go ahead and record this, and then I'll get back to it. And then our last, the, the, there, there's also um, 
Jeez, I don't have my bullet journal in front of me, so I can't rattle it off right at the top of my head. I, I know I need to write another column because all of my banked columns are gone. Ideally, I would like to write more than one column, so I got a couple in the bag. And uh, we are nearing the return of SpectreFit, the column where I talk about fitness. I wanted to get to the Emerald Spectre number 50 column before I re reinstituted the SpectreFit. I wanted to make sure that A, the Emerald Spectre column was higher numbered, uh, not artificially, and B, the Spectre Fit is actually going to coincide with what I'm going to start doing health-wise, so I, I, I'll be able to talk about things rather than just preach from on high, which is kind of what the column turned into at the very end. Um, but that's, that's definitely not the direction it's going to go. Uh, as of this morning, I am 280 pounds. Uh, I mentioned last week, I believe, I was at 284. I kind of hovered around that all week, and it was very discouraging that I didn't, I didn't gain or lose. I mean, I, I would lose a little bit, and then I would gain it right back. So I was just kind of teetering back and forth. I use the Health Kit app on my iPhone, and if you look at the graphic, I, I just it's just a series of peaks and valleys for the last seven days, and it's really weird to look at. But I had a big drop from yesterday to today, and hopefully uh, my eating won't hinder that at all, because as I'm starting to uh, remember and or realize, however you want to phrase it, uh, the eating is, is half the battle. It's literally half the battle. You can do no additional exercise, and as long as you're eating the way you need to be eating, then you should be fine, or at least lose some weight. Because if uh, if you go online and search for like uh, weight, like how many calories you need to eat in order to maintain your current weight, it'll ask you your height, how active you are, um, what your weight is, and then it'll uh, it'll calculate how many calories you need. You are basically how many calories are you eating to maintain your current weight, and while genetics do play into things like this, it, 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 it to me it's a real eye-opener because, I mean, I know what 2,000 calories looks like in a day. And I know that when my wife and I originally started doing it, I, I was told that I needed to be eating almost 4,000 calories a day to maintain the weight that I was at when we started doing it. So I was very, very unhappy about that. Um, currently, I don't know what the calorie to weight ratio would be, but it's definitely a lot better. And I'm paying more attention. So while we ate out this morning, because I thought that uh, that we'd been eating at home long enough, um, I'm going to be eating at home this afternoon and tonight so that I'm maintaining not spending the extra money too. So uh, we, aren't, we aren't for wanting, but I don't want to live extravagantly, like by eating out all the time, plus the eating out is also part of what makes me heavier. Moving right along, um, I have wanted to get back into my writing, um, specifically about my uh, space opera, and it's, I, I did make my list of characters that I had mentioned a couple episodes back, I to, to focus on the characters, that I made the list, and the list is just been sitting there. It hasn't been doing anything. Um, 
I, it's the real reason for that is because I have not had time to back to go back and readdress it. So, like today, in order to get the things done on my list, I don't know if I'm going to have time to write about it again. But I am going to start putting that in the bullet journal to schedule, because. Like I said before, I, I don't adhere to a schedule very well. And being able to check a schedule and then adhere to the things that are on that schedule would help greatly. Uh, work is still a bit of a barrier in that case where I don't know. I mean, I could I could have a great day tomorrow and, and get done in a decent amount of time. Or I could go in and we could be multiples of routes down, which means that I'm not going to have a great day. I'm going to be doing wads of extra. I'm going to be working well past 10 hours, maybe even up to 12, maybe even beyond that, which is not something that I am. I'm not on the list to work beyond 10 hours. And um, I mean, that it, it can go like that. I, it's, it's definitely can swing both ways. And I'm, I always hope, I, I go into work expecting that it will be decent. So I don't go in thinking, oh, it's going to be terrible. We have had a rough week. Um, I did get to have one actual eight-hour day, which was nice. So I got off in my eight hours, uh, and that was Friday. Then, of course, it turns around, and Saturday was was terrible. So that uh, wasn't great. Um, most of you have been paying attention will know that I am recording this on Sundays and dropping it on Thursdays. So... The reason for that is I want to have a little bit of time to edit it, even though I say I do it in one take. What I do is I add the front and the in the back, so I don't necessarily always do that the day I record. Although that would probably be better in the long run, so we'll see how that works out. But with the Doctor Strange, um, I kind of wanted to investigate um, physical activities that would help my my health. Focus. I, I don't know what the word to use is. I, I want to get healthier, and I while I do move a lot at work, I would like to get back into lifting weights. I would like to learn a martial art. So I kind of started poking around locally. Uh, where we came from in North Dakota, the uh, extent of martial arts was taekwondo mixed with whatever else the teachers decided they wanted to mix it with you couldn't go in and say i only want to learn this extension that you're mixing with taekwondo they went nope we're teaching the whole thing as a bulk and that's that's the way it is no options um no karate no kung fu no jujitsu no aikido none, none of that it's just it was taekwondo sometimes pure and sometimes mixed with something I did find a, a couple of teachers, and that's why I know that this is the, the situation. I, I found a couple of teachers that were teaching Taekwondo mixed with, um, I, I don't remember the name of it anymore, but it was a, it was a weird, weirdly named martial uh, Chinese martial art, and I, I, I called them, and I had said I, I was interested in learning the, the weirdly named Chinese thing, and they, they, they said they don't separate it. It's all, it's all one package, and I said, okay, then I won't be coming there. Which, of course, is unfortunate. Um, I, I guess I've also considered learning Tai Chi, and I, I do I do realize that Tai Chi will help me, you know, get better movement and whatnot. And if you speed it up, it will actually be a martial art onto its own. Although 
I need the fundamentals to know. I, I, I don't understand. I, I understand how to, you know, do the fluid motions and do things like that. I do have a little bit of background on it, very little, but, but some. I just don't understand how to do the muscle memory stuff, why, why I would react this particular way in this particular situation. As a chess player, I should know these things because I need to be looking a couple of moves ahead. So if I would be in a situation, a fight, if you will, and I needed to use a martial art or a tactic that is martial art inspired, um, I should be working on that in my mind ahead of when the actual event occurs. I just, I, I haven't gotten to that point in my life yet. So there is that. I, I am... I, there's a place that's relatively close, and I think that that would be that'd be good to investigate. I am also going to be peeking at gyms today, because while I can work out at home, I think that if I look back at what I was doing with Gold's Gym in North Dakota, that I was I was succeeding because it was you're going to wake up really early. You're going to go in, you're going to be at the door at 4 a.m. when they open, and you're going to work out for as long as you can before you need to stop, shower, and get to work. So I had gotten it down to a routine to where I, I know, I, at that point in time, I was doing about 45 minutes to an hour of working out. I'd have a little time to sit there and you know not continuously sweat, and then take a shower and go to work. Whereas right now... I I'm I don't know if I can work the hours in the physical job that I'm doing and and then work out in the morning like that too because right now I'm already if I if I have a long day I'm already burning the candle at both ends because I ha if I don't get to bed by a certain point in time I am wrecked for the next day so I have Sleeping issues some nights, and I would like to get an eight-hour day, uh, an eight-hour night of sleep, so I, I do get as much as possible. Um, I don't think I've actually gotten an eight-hour night all this week, though, due to one reason or another. Enough about my health and issues like that. I did want to talk about something that I am geeky about that I have found that I can't... Well, actually, I can't say that I've found anyone that's really as geeky about it as I am... In this country six times a year for 15 days in a row each of those six times is a sumo tournament in Japan I, I watch the highest level of sumo in Japan on YouTube in in kind of a digest format I don't get to see the things in real time although I would watch the event in real time if I had access to it I, I followed sumo since I went to Okinawa in the Navy in 1995. Um, actually, I was probably there at the end of 94, so I wouldn't have seen the sumo tournament till either January of 95 or March of 95, depending on whether or not I had my active role-playing group yet. So... I've I, I follow the Mikuchi division, uh, and I'm I'm positive I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it's the highest level. It's where all the yokozunas are, and uh, currently there are only four. Um, and everybody as, uh, aspires to be in that one, and there's a there's a rigid structure in order to get in there. And um, 
I've been following really closely the last year and a half because I have I have really wanted to witness someone be promoted to Yokozuna. And for the first time, uh, after winning the, the January Basho, which is a tournament, uh, Kisenasato became the first Yokozuna that I watched actually get crowned. So, I mean, I've been been rooting for him for a while because he's the one that was closest to do it and he's been the most consistent of the ozekis to get there and now as of winning the january tournament he is a yokozuna so for the march tournament which starts i believe march 12th um he will be in the yokozuna so they the, the matches uh, the, the the digest thing that i watch online is from kintamayama um, if you search for that YouTube channel, you'll find him. He, he posts daily YouTube digests, and he has commentary running with him. Uh, of all the sumo commentaries I've found, his is the most informative and um, least attention-craving, I guess. Um, some people some people go with a, here's one match, I'm going to post that as its own thing. Here's another match, I'm going to post that as its own thing. Kintamiyama takes the entire day's worth of Makuchi, and um, sometimes he includes a, a Jurio, which is the division right below Makuchi, and he includes every single match in just the when they when they start wrestling and until there's a winner. Um, sometimes he includes replays, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes there's a, a, a funny thing uh, that he says or or does. Uh, writes, sorry, it, it, you never hear his voice, but it's uh, it's always like written commentary, and the matches are in order that they appeared. So you're watching the least, the the least, the, the lowest ranked two. I get the lowest ranked matches first, and then the at the end of the video, you're always getting the Yokozunas and the uh, the the other Rikishi, uh, Rikishi's wrestler, the other Rikishi who are doing really great in the tournament at the end. Now, uh, the best Yokozuna in the world right now is Hakuho, and uh, he's frequently the last one you see. He's won more Bashos than anyone currently active, for sure. I don't know if that is a historical like record or anything, but he's he's damn good. He's cocky. Um, it's, it's, it's good to watch. The last Basho had uh, some really, really great moments, and um, the most exciting Jurio promotion into Makuchi is Ura. Uh, Ura will be in the top division for the first time. Ura is absolutely fascinating to watch. So if you if you look at a non-Ura match, you might get something neat every once in a while. Every Ura match is a spectacle i mean he's doing my i showed my wife one one match uh the his opponent had him up against the edge of the ring uh one of the ways to to win you either push your opponent out of the ring or get him to touch some other body part other than the soles of his feet to the to the uh, to the ring so this guy had ura up against the edge of the ring shoved where he should have fallen back into the crowd but ura did this little snake move and then kind of sank down and then kind of bursted off the ring and he actually won that one so but it was very interesting to watch very exciting and i can't wait to see him this year 
the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I wanted to explain that part of what we're doing geeky-wise is that geeky is anything you're geeky about. I, I would love to have sumo discussions with someone who is as geeky about it as I am. However, um, I, I've got two, two ranges of people that I have run across, um, and neither one of them do I associate with in the sumo realm hardly at all. The first is the one that I encounter the most, which is the person who doesn't watch sumo at all. You say sumo and they're like, oh, fat people slapping into each other. Well, I mean, if you want to break it down, yeah, baseball is hitting a ball with a stick and running in circles. Football is kicking a ball or throwing a ball back and forth on a straight line. Um, soccer, kicking a ball around. Hockey, uh, idiots on blades on a frozen surface, slamming into each other as hard as possible. I, it's and I, I say idiots, but I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it yeah. Anyway, now NASCAR, you're driving around in circles. So I mean, you can boil anything down to that. There's there's a lot more going on, and and that's the person I run into the most is the one that wants to boil it down to the most inane pieces of it and just disregard it at that point, regardless of whether or not they see it and and have any opinion on it after that. The other type of person I've found are the ones that are so deep into the terminology, into the history, into the intricacies that it makes me look like the person I just spoke about, the one that doesn't know anything. So, I mean, they, they're, they're so far advanced with their knowledge that I can't hold a conversation with them because they're throwing out terms and, and whatnot. So, like, if... Kinta Yamayama, sorry, Kinta Miyama, he uses he uses the terms, but a lot of the times the terms he's using he then immediately explains because he knows that some people who are watching may not know the actual Japanese word for it. Um and that that's better, uh, but I'm I'm positive that he is closer to along the lines of being that advanced watcher. And I haven't had a, a conversation with him or anything, but I'm, I'm very appreciative that he puts the videos up. But I mean, those are the two types of people I come across with the sumo. And I just wish that there was somebody either at my level or around my level that I could have conversations with. Because right now, I watch the tournaments and the results. And when it's over, I, I, I try to evaluate things. I've been kind of digging into how the rankings go. Like they put out, uh, it's called a Banzuki, um, or the Banzuke. Uh, it's it's the ranking of the Rikishi before the tournament. So, I I made note of what who was where on the January tournament. Made note of their records from the at results of the January tournament, and then I kind of guessed where I thought that they would be. Well, the March Banzuki came out, and I was wrong in a lot, but I was really close in a lot of places. So. I kind of want to figure out if so-and-so does this, are they the ones that move up to this point? You know, do they go up or down from where they're at based on whatever? So, I mean, there was, there was a couple of intricate things that I, I think that maybe I might have missed in, in the ranking process. But it's, it's something I've just started trying to do. So, I, uh, I definitely... I would like to participate in conversations with someone else or speculation or, or whatever. And I just haven't found that person yet. So 
Uh, it's uh, if you're if you're one of them and you're interested, I will I can I can I can help you out because I would love to have a buddy. I guess is what I'm looking at. Finally, this week I don't know why um, I am not a nostalgia person. I think that nostalgia, in my personal opinion, is uh, a word for refusing to progress forward in life. So. When someone goes, oh, the 80s were the greatest for this, that, and the other reasons. Okay, but we're not in the 80s. We're, we've moved on from the 80s. And if I don't like the 80s, and I say that I don't like the 80s, all of a sudden you attack me for not liking the 80s. So I just had the, the, the whim the other day that I wanted to listen to a few of the songs that I used to listen to, what I had thought originally was back in high school. Um, what I had found out in my research and uh, grabbing the songs that I was looking for is that most of the songs I was after <clears throat> actually would have been pre-high school or earlier. So it's it's the songs that I have a, a nostalgic taste for, I guess. I, I'm, I'm going to put them on my phone and listen to them for a while and... Uh, see if that fulfills whatever need that I had but they're uh, they're ready to go and I mean I've got I'll, I'll list I'll, I'll name some of them and I mean while I was looking I actually had a list in my head and then I kind of looked at the billboard charts and that's how I discovered that most of the things I was thinking of were prior to what I think was thinking of what they were so um, the Eurythmics um, Sweet Dreams specifically um, I really liked Madonna's Express Yourself. How about uh, The Power by Snap? Um, Wang Chung, Everybody Have Fun Tonight. Uh, there's a Paul McCartney song, Live and Let Die, that I really enjoy. Um, Living Colors, uh, Cult of Personality. Epic by Faith No More. Enjoy the Silence, Depeche Mode. Um, there's some... There's some not so known ones that I also used to listen to a lot. Uh, Loverboy's Strike Zone. Uh, when I mention that one, a lot of people don't even know what I'm talking about, and I point them to the song, and they either really like it or they really don't. And I'm surprised that song wasn't more popular back when it was out. But as soon as I heard it, I loved it. I also grabbed like uh, stuff that was more modern. Uh, Information Society, uh, CNC Music Factory, EMF. I grabbed a Genesis song, uh, Escape Club, Chumbawamba. Um, they've got something. I, well, Tub Thumper. I mean, I, I like that one. So I mean, it's there's a there's it, it's a it's an eclectic mix, and I I want to uh, just kind of give it a run through listen, and uh, if it satisfies what I was after, great. If it wasn't, I I don't I don't know what to do. But I wanted to mention that that I'm. While I, I, I'm a person who likes to look forward, I don't like to look back. Um, I guess music necessarily, once it's out, it's, uh, it's always there. So I, I guess I can justify it in saying that I'm not after it because I want to relive my youth. Because that's certainly something I definitely do not want to do. Anyone that knows me knows that I don't want to do that. I didn't like my youth. And uh, it, it, the more I look back at it, the less happy I am about it. So I like moving forward. I like progressing into the future. I like looking ahead. And that's kind of the type of thing I do with the um, working out and, and getting healthy and stuff like that. I'm, I'm tired of being what I was. I want to be something more or something better. And uh, hopefully 
I am not alone in that. So uh, next week, I will probably have something jotted down um, later this week on what to discuss. I want to keep the geeky involved without constantly talking about the bullet journal. Um, I would also like to talk more about comics. I, I didn't get a chance to read hardly anything this week. Uh, I did get a chance to read some of the new comics that came out, um, like the Champions from Marvel. I've been I've been following that one. I I've not been a fan of Ms. Marvel, but it's it's not because it, I just I've had no interest in Ms. Marvel. And as part of the Champions, she is someone that now interests me. And I'm very happy to have a mix of characters I I like and a, a few characters that I didn't think that I would like mixed into a team so that I can see them all in a different setting. So I gave the Totally Awesome Hulk a, an individual title shot, and it's I, I didn't like him in his own book. I really, he just, it wasn't for me. And then now that he's part of the Champions and I'm follow, I'm reading the Champions, it's... He's in my mind. It's different. I don't know if it is actually different. Maybe it's who's writing it. Uh, for those that know me, I don't follow creators. I follow characters. Although my Brian Michael Bendis, I'll, I'll, I'll read damn near anything he writes at this point. The art has to be there, though. I can't. I can't. I cannot overlook the art. I will uh, talk more about other things in the future like the the double take novels uh graphic novels that i was talking about i have finished those and i wouldn't mind uh, dropping some knowledge on that so there'd be spoilers in that one of course and we'll go from there so i want to thank you for joining me you can find me at emerald specter on instagram and twitter that is also for the greatest show you can find me at the emerald Spectre. you can sorry i shouldn't say that you can find me at www.emeraldspecter.com which is where You've got The Greatest Show, my columns, this podcast, other podcasts that will be coming. They are still being worked on, by the way. Uh, no word yet when those start, but I will be the first to let you know. And I want to thank you for joining me, and we will see you again next week on The Spectre Show. Spectre.